For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. All right, on today's show, we're going to explore something all brands with a YouTube channel are going to want to do ASAP. And as you manage multiple channels, same thing. Also, a better way to improve your YouTube channel, even if the idea of looking at analytics makes you cringe like some of us, and is YouTube going all in on audio content? One of these stories caught me completely off guard, and we'll share all that and more right now. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard. And I'm the host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a social media examiner production where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Today, I'm joined by Jessica Stansbury. Jessica is the host of the Hey Jessica podcast and founder of Hey Jessica, a company designed to help businesses grow with YouTube. Her courses include YouTube Rockstars and the YouTube Starter Toolkit. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Hello. Thanks for having me. You made me laugh out loud when you said Jerry Potter, yes, like the boy wizard. It's a good memory tool. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> and I'm stuck with it. So new updates for analytics, which YouTube dubs regularly. One, I'm really loving what they're doing with it. But tell us about some of these new updates with analytics for YouTube. Yeah. So really, it's a lot of aesthetic things. So when you're in the analytics on like the YouTube studio app, now everything is a bit more condensed. I think it works way better. I actually really like it. And sometimes I get a little like, eh, I don't know if I like this or not. But instead of like having to click in the video to see all of your analytics, now they're like under the video, which is pretty cool. And they just made several like aesthetic changes to the YouTube studio app for your analytics. Yeah, and so for some, those are the ones that the developers are like super excited about, you know, they're like, or the or the font nerds, right? Like we changed the yeah. font. Oh, it's beautiful. One of the things though, I think that's really neat within this too is the data stories. And this is something that I think you know, we talked about on the show before, but they keep evolving it. So tell us what that is for people that haven't seen that and what they're doing with that. Yeah. So basically, you know how on Instagram stories, like you tap through and it'll like show you, of course, what somebody else has uploaded. So it's very similar to that in the like execution of it or the UI of it. But each story is a snapshot into some of your analytics to help you kind of improve on those analytics. So it might say, you know, 45% more people watched this one video, or these are your top videos from this time period. Or it might say, you know, your views are down <laughs> or whatever. But basically, you can kind of tap through it and get like a screenshot or a snapshot at some really cool analytics that you don't have to then go into the analytics to see. YouTube's just like, hey, we noticed this about your channel. Here you go. Yeah. And for people like me that sometimes, you know, looking at analytics in an Excel spreadsheet is like, oh, this makes my brain yes. hurt. It's like having somebody interpret your analytics for you and almost making them into an infographic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty. Yeah. I like things that are pretty. 
Yeah. Well, here I just make fun of people who get excited about font changes. And then I'm like, I like things that are pretty and (laughs) 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 a little hypocritical. And then a big update for playlist analytics for people that use playlists on YouTube a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this one is really just a new analytic for playlists as far as like the ones we've had before. And then also some upgraded looks at the analytics they already had. So the new one is basically how many people saved your playlist, which is pretty cool. Actually, it very much so reminds me of like an Instagram analytic, like how many people saved that playlist. So then you can use that to say like, okay, I should probably create more content and more playlists like this. And then the other analytics, they just built out better. So you can still see, you know, your watch time and things like that, but they have more advanced analytics built in now, like on a regular video for the playlist. Well, and I love the save playlist one because first thing I did was I went and kind of looked at my playlist and it was like, oh, like a lot of people have saved this one. I'm going to make more videos specifically for that playlist because obviously the interest is there for that topic. So yeah, that's a biggie. If you're feeling pressured to improve your results among the ever-changing social media and economic landscapes, and boy, has 2022 been a year, keep up with the important trends, get ahead of what's next at the 10th annual social media marketing world. This is going to be epic. And there are business-friendly payment plans. If you haven't looked into it yet, make today that you do. Go to socialmediamarketing.world to learn more. Socialmediamarketing.world. So there are some other updates. We were sort of talking about the UI updates in analytics not being a big deal, but these I think are a bigger deal. Some of the other user interface updates they're making around YouTube for people. Fill us in on that. Yeah. So one, I'm actually really excited about this one too, because again, it's pretty (laughs) and I feel like it makes your eye kind of pop. So if you go into YouTube, like on your description, like normal, if we say like, oh, watch another video about this thing. So if you guys in the description of this video are like, watch more videos about YouTube updates and you put that big, long YouTube link, it will now change that into just a button that like you can actually click and go to that video. So it's much prettier and it's going to make people want to click more for sure. So I really like that one. And then they are expanding auto chapters or auto markers into more channels now. So basically what that means is if you put up a video and you don't put chapter markers in it automatically, or you don't do it manually, they can go in and say, okay, we think this spot was about this, this spot was about this. And they use their algorithm to do that. And they're expanding that out. And I really like that. I'm still on the fence on whether I like chapters in YouTube videos as a whole, but (laughs) I like that there's an option to say, yes, I want you to just do that work for me and I don't have to go back through. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth doing the auto chapters if you're not going to do anything else. But I'll tell you, on my channel, I've seen a lot of success doing, and I don't do it for every video, but sometimes the more in-depth videos that I make, I'll add those chapters. And at first I was kind of like, is this a waste of time? But then I had somebody actually send me a screenshot where they Googled something. And then mine came up as one of those segments because the chapter was what they Googled, even though the overall video wasn't. And so at that point I was like, okay, I guess we're going to do chapters now. So yeah, I think that's really neat. And then the links with the buttons, I love it because it looks nicer, but for businesses and marketers where you earn your living from people leaving YouTube, and we know YouTube doesn't want that, right? (laughs) YouTube wants everybody to stay on YouTube. But I kind of was thinking if you get a bunch of YouTube links in there, it will sort of diminish your other links if these ones are shinier and maybe they'll have a thumbnail at some point. So my first gut reaction was like, ah, maybe I won't link to as much YouTube stuff in there if the goal of that video is to move somebody to an email list or a site or something like that. 
Totally agree. And we can kind of combat that a little bit. You know how they added like the bold and the italic in the description like a couple months ago? So, I mean, I feel like you maybe you could make those stand out because you could have like a bold text to do that. Or maybe just put your YouTube links like further down in the description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Obviously, you want your key one right there at the top. So yeah. there have been some interesting things around audio on YouTube, and we don't think of YouTube as an audio platform. And some of it is actually coming up under the ad space. But let's just kind of start off talking about ads and some of these new opportunities for people that are doing paid advertising on YouTube. Yeah, there's several things. So the moment, I think they're calling it moments or moment blasts or something. Basically to advertisers, if there's a really popular part of a video slash if there's a really popular event going on where they know there's going to be a really popular part of a video, they can advertise within that. So they can say, you know, you're not going to advertise in front of the video or behind the video. We will specifically put you in this moment where we know more people are watching or where we know this big important thing is happening. And, you know, I'm sure advertisers are going to pay more for that, but it'll convert better because they know that more people are watching in that moment. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like if you're like a news channel or something, I really see it being like super useful or if you're like a live channel, but I don't know how I feel about that on like information videos. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how well they can do it, but I do see the advantage for marketers because it's an opportunity to not only attach yourself to something big potentially, but a lot of the times too, you know, if, if we're putting out content about our brands or whatever, and there is a knowledge gap between what the person knows and what they need to know to even understand what we're doing. Well, when you can latch on to a big moment, what, you know, let's say for a sports team or an event, the Oscar, something like that. Yes. You're already latching onto something that somebody's already attached to, or even the holidays that can make a big difference. So it's interesting. And then audio ads on YouTube. <laughs> Tell us about this part. Oh, again, we were talking about this before, but I just don't know. So now when you listen to podcasts or music on YouTube, because I mean, that's the thing. I mean, people are listening to music. People are listening to podcasts. People are listening to those like lo-fi things, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're like getting in the groove with their work. Now advertisers will have the opportunity to put in audio only ads in those pieces of content, which again, is really interesting. It just shows that YouTube is putting more eggs in the audio basket, which is a good thing, but it'll be interesting to see it in application. But this is one that I'm kind of excited to watch. Well, it definitely is a lower bar for advertisers to step into. You know, if you think about Mm -hmm. what it takes to create a video ad and, you know, for people like you and I that have podcasts, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to just, you know, record audio, obviously part of the appeal. And so I think that'll be neat. One of the things that came out with this, and I just, I want to read it so I get it right. And again, this is straight (laughs) from YouTube. So I don't know what the truth is. I don't know what their source is, but they said YouTube is the second most popular destination for listening to podcasts. And so I don't know if that would be after Apple Podcasts. I mean, it's happening. That's weird to me because that would not be my user behavior to go to like YouTube and be like, I'm going to listen to a podcast. Now, do I listen to podcasts on YouTube? Yeah, but they're usually like visually video podcast. Yeah. Podcast, right? Yeah. yeah, video podcast. And so it'll be really interesting to see if the behavior changes, but clearly they know something we don't, right? Like clearly they know that people do it. Yeah. And one of the things that's amazing about YouTube is it's one of the few places where you can actually target certain channels. Like you can go on and run ads to people who, you know, have subscribed or watched videos on a certain channel. And it sounds like they're moving toward where you'll be able to run audio ads to people who follow or listen to a specific podcast, which is, you know, incredible 
targeting where somebody else builds an audience and then you get to target them. Maybe some ethical questions there. I don't know. Like early on with Facebook, it was always, you can't target your competitors' Facebook followers. Like they wouldn't let us do that. So that'll be interesting. I ride a fine line. Like I sit square in the middle of the fence on being like, oh, this is really cool from a marketing perspective, right? Like, oh my gosh, I love it. From a marketing person in my nerdy brain, I love it. And then as a creator being like, I don't know. I don't know that I love it. So yeah, we'll just have to see, I guess. We're talking about all the YouTube updates with uh, Jessica Stansberry. And there is one that everybody with a YouTube channel should do ASAP, which we'll get to in just a second. An update for people that do have stores on YouTube, though, where now you can have, is it more than one store? Yes. Yeah, more than one. They still have to be within the approved partners of YouTube, but you can have more than one, which is pretty cool. I mean, you know, if you have a merch store that runs through, let's say, I don't know, Spreadshop or something, and then you also have digital products through Shopify, like that's really awesome that you can have them both in there now because before it was just one or the other. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about obviously YouTube doesn't want to send people off of YouTube. So anytime you can integrate anything there is fantastic. And then also what they're calling shoppable links are rolling out for a lot of different stuff. Tell us about those. Yeah, I actually saw this the other day when I was uploading a video and I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I had something to shop. (laughs) I have it and I have it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what to put here right now. But basically when you're on the upload, like it will, you know how to ask you, is this a paid sponsorship or whatever? It's right in that section. And you can basically then say, I want to tag specific products in this point of the video. And that is really cool because then you can work with affiliate marketing brands. You can tag your own stuff. Again, kind of brings the shopping process into YouTube so that that we're not having to send people off the platform as much. But I actually really am excited about this one. And I can really see most channels taking advantage of it. And one of them is like the, the shoppable link can go in a short Yes. A VOD or a long or a pants, as you uh, coined last time we talked, <laughs> the shorts and the longs or the shorts and the pants, <laughs> you know, but also on live videos. And, yeah. you know, I was reading about it. apparently live shopping in some parts of the world like China is massive. And it's actually consumer behavior that's, you know, holding it back in North America and Europe and some of these other places more so than the tech. The tech is obviously there. Right. So we'll see if that moves forward then. It'll be like the home shopping network. Yeah. Again, it's massive in some places and and in some places too, you know, for in the online business world, if you think about webinars and things like that, live shopping is happening, but it just hasn't in certain parts of the world has not really become a thing yet. And it's really more of the consumers holding it back than any sort of tech or any platform. So YouTube shorts got an update, which, you know, we've seen on TikTok and Instagram, but an important one as well, I think for marketers. Yes. Basically now, like you say, why wasn't this here? (laughs) But basically now you can voice over straight within the shorts creator. So before, I guess, I don't know, I guess I didn't notice that feature was missing because I don't do a ton of shorts, but before you would have to voice over somewhere else and then upload that into shorts. And now, like, let's say I had a video, you know, a slow motion video of me doing something. I could then hit the voiceover button when I'm creating the short and do a voiceover right in the app. So it's, yeah, it's just basically catching up with TikTok and Instagram there, but it is a good one to have. Well, and I think, you know, it allows us to do something with footage that maybe we shot and we didn't know what it was going to be for. Or if I think back to my agency days where we're just, you're trying to manage all these different brands. And now, you know, it's the kind of thing where a client could send you a clip and then you could quickly turn it into something, which I think can make a big difference. And, And then creator music, this has kind of been evolving here over the last few months, but YouTube is making it easier to use more music without getting penalized with our stuff on YouTube. So tell us about that. 
Yeah, I don't have this yet. And it's making me mad because I would totally pay for like certain songs. Prior to this, if you use any kind of copywritten music, you're going to get copyright strikes. They could take your video down. You won't be able to monetize your videos. But now they're opening up licensing in probably in the same way that Spotify can license a song. But you can go into your creator music library and you can say, okay, I want to pick this like latest Lizzo song or whatever. Obviously, they're going to have to have agreements with the creators and the musicians and the companies that manage it all. But I can say I want to use that and it will let me either buy a license or revenue share with that artist. Then there's going to be some that you can't do it with. But for the most part, you can and it'll let us pick how we want to like purchase that. And then we can use it in our content and we can add that license when we're uploading the video. So YouTube knows that we bought it, which I think is really cool. I mean, we all get songs in our head from TikTok. Like there's always these songs that like, you know, are popular at the moment and TikTok has like made them even better. And it would be kind of nice to like be able to put those in videos when they're trending and things like that. And for four or $9 or a little bit of the revenue share, it's not that big of a deal. Well, you know, the fact that 10 years ago, if you wanted to use a Beyonce or a Lizzo or a Taylor Swift song, it would have been like, okay, $100,000 up front. And then you can run it for three months in your TV commercial. And then if it, you know, or whatever, you know, even maybe even more than that. So it really is a a neat opportunity because sometimes it is the song that makes it. And I mean, so you looked into it and it was like four bucks, nine bucks. Those are the prices for some of these. Yes. That's what it looks like if you're going to like pay them, Mm -hmm. you know, one time. Um, But then you can also do, some of them are going to be revenue share only. So basically like I have to share part of the revenue that comes from this video with that creator. I mean, that's fine depending on why I want to do it. If I know it's going to be a video that does really well in my AdSense, I probably won't do that (laughs) because I don't know how much of that they're going to give away to the artist, you know? And I think, you know, once you purchase it, but again, I don't have the feature yet, so I'm not sure. But this is also how they're doing it with shorts. That's how they're opening up like these trending songs on shorts is that they're going to do revenue share. So part of the revenue share that Google is going to give the creator on shorts, if they use a trending song, they will have to then give part of that to the artist. So I think it's really cool because it all, it kind of is like a collaborative effort at that point. I love where it's going. And as somebody that used to work with record companies, I can tell you some of the executives back then would be like, never, we can't. And, <laughs> and obviously they found a way to make it work. And it's really neat for people that might want to be creative and use their favorite songs or artists or whatever it might be. And then something that anybody with a YouTube channel, even if you, you know, if you got 12 subscribers, even this is something that everybody should be doing here in the next day or couple of weeks. And so what is this yes. new thing that YouTube's been rolling out over the last few weeks? Your YouTube handle. Well, basically you can get a handle just like you can on any other social platform. It can match your other platforms. You can pick it. It doesn't have to match your channel name. And these are really nice. Couple reasons. One, you previously had to have a hundred subscribers to even get like a custom YouTube link. And now with the handle, they're rolling it out to everybody. Like you said, 12 subscribers, one subscriber, it doesn't matter. Once you have your handle, you also have a custom YouTube link, which is spectacular because now like smaller channels, they don't have to go through a process of getting a hundred subscribers. So right now there could be like 10,000 YouTube channels with the same name, right? which is super annoying. But with the handle, 
now everything is super unique. So you can then say, okay, I know this is the person I'm trying to find, or I know this is the creator and go from there. And that's why it is something you want to do ASAP because yeah, it's like a username on any social platform. No two people can have the same one. If you already have a custom URL, then it's reserved for you for a certain amount of time, but then I think they'll release it. But you should get an email from YouTube if you have a YouTube channel. I will say it has been buggy. Sometimes I click it and then it doesn't do anything, but hopefully all that's getting fixed. Definitely try and grab this username or this handle as they're calling it as soon as you can for any YouTube channels that you do mention. So quick reminder, check out Social Media Marketing World ticket payment options right now at socialmediamarketing.world. Jessica, where can we find out more about you? Sure. I'm just Jessica Stansberry all over the internet. My URL is heyjessica.com and everything is linked from there. I love it. Nice and uh, simple. And if you want to add a podcast to your listening lineup, two for you to check out the Social Media Marketing Podcast as well as the Crypto Business Podcast. Find them in your favorite podcasting app. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.